Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Um, what they on? All steroids and no carbs? Them thick-ass kids. This is Primetime. Prime not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sekanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? That hey. was an interesting move by you. What? Well, you turned on your mic to snort, Yeah, and then you turned it off. I know. I thought well, that was great. I turned on my mic. I got a little bit of the sniffly sniffles going uh, on right now. It was a nice little addition to the open there. Yeah, so I turned on my mic because I was going to talk, and then I realized, oh boy, like that's happening. So then I had to turn it off in case there was another one. Yeah. So Another one. Another one. So if you hear a little... Today, yeah, I got a little. Uh, I got the sniffles. I got the sniffles. My uh, my damn special lady friend. She got me sick. I think she's not feeling well. And of course, I did the standard stay away from me. Yeah, she won't let that happen. I think she just like while I sleep. I think she like lords over me and breathes on me. Just like spits in my mouth and is like, "Let's do this. If I've got it, you've got it." Yeah, because if she's down. She wants you down too. She's not really. My wife's not like that. She's not really down though. She's has same. My wife's thing. a good person. She's got a little bit of a. Well, she's not. She's uh, she's horrible. You but guys so are perfect am I, for each and other. It, it works. Yeah, yes, that's nice. Nice little but, couple. Yeah, you know, neither one. Uh, you know, we're both uh, fans of uh, poor life choices. I mean, see, being with me, you know, and clearly no yeah. one else can stand either one of us. So let's go. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the premise of the sitcom. You're the worst if you've never seen it. You're the worst. I've not seen Two it. people who are the worst, and they no one can stand them, so they're oh. perfect for each other. Yeah, John Prine wrote a song about that, so yeah, it works, mm. you know. Well, how was everyone's commute on Wednesday <laughs> when we last talked to you yeah. all? I tried to, Power I tried who, to extend, well... You, who had the worst of it? I had the best of it. I think I had the best of it. You didn't. You didn't make it home. I made uh, it home. Exactly. I didn't need to be home. I had a sick, yeah. I got a sick special lady friend. All right, so I, I got home in like two hours. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. That a lot of people had it way worse than that. I got to a bar in a buddy's house in about an hour and fifteen, <laughs> but never went home. I never went home, and it only took me an hour and twenty minutes to get home the second time I tried, <laughs> and that ended up being about eleven fifty at night after leaving here. Damn! On the second attempt at about ten thirty. So you had you had roughly a five hour commute in total. Yes and no. I mean, I, I tried to go out there. I made it less than a mile in an hour and 15 minutes, so I just came back here, and then I just kept watching the various uh, ODOT trackers and GPS trackers and news trackers, and finally a road opened up for me. But basically, all roads west to Beaverton were essentially closed until about 1030, or stopped like a Yeah, twenty si- everything out that way was the worst of it, it sounds like. Well, getting over either the, the bridges if you're getting into Washington. That I, was as bad? I knew some people that worked in Portland or just outside and they said somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to seven and a half hours oh my God. to get over the bridges. I mean, because we looked, um, I punted early on and was like, this is stupid. I'm just going to get to my buddy's house. And he lives over off a of division. And, and so I figured, because I, I did this before with my brother, the last time we had a big snowstorm is I just waited it out at a, at a bar and then 
once everyone's off the road, you can kind of ham and egg your way home. 20 miles an hour in the middle of the freeway, no big deal. So I looked at about 11.30, 11, 11.30 at night. And both of the, the I-5 and the 205 bridges were just dark maroon red. And the live camera, no one was moving. I was like, well, that's the end of my night. And I just yeah. I gave up and just That's not there. terrible. So I, I don't know. It's it's kind of between you and me yeah. who had the best of it. Buckley had the worst. Well, that sucks. I, you know what's funny is, you know when I decided to punt? When I so I was driving down. I originally, I, I left here and they said 405 is not. We're right by the 405, which is how I go home. 405, I-5 North, home. And it didn't even, maps didn't even give me the option to go on 405. Mm. So I kept trying to click on it, and Google was like, no, you're not doing that. So I was like, fine. So I was like, great, we'll just go right over here, and we'll take, you know, we'll take the first bridge with the Broadway bridge, right? We'll just take that over. And I sat at the Broadway bridge trying to turn off, like, 3rd and Broadway. I sat there for about 15 minutes. I didn't move a single inch. And I was like, okay, so then I went down to the next bridge. Waited there for about 15 minutes. Didn't move an inch. And I was like, this is insane. And then I drove by uh, Diamonds and the Golden Dragon. And I was like, well, I've got some time to kill. When I realized that the strip clubs and the Chinese restaurants were both closed, I knew I was done. Yeah, those don't shut for anything. And when they were shut, I realized... That's when you panicked. I panicked. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I called my buddy. I said, hey. Find a warm bed. Yeah, and so he went on, and uh, and he was doing, like, real-time traffic, and he guided me. The key was the Hawthorne. No one was getting on the Hawthorne because you really can't get on the I-5 from there. Mm. So once I made it down to the Hawthorne and across, that ah, was easy-peasy. Then it was just kind of slow and steady to his place. Everyone was trying to get on the freeways. Huh? Everyone There's was trying to get on the freeway. Out. I mean, it, it was... I thought by then, I thought at some point, everyone that needed to be somewhere would have. No, dude, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was really hard to get out of downtown. Yeah. Um, I had to backdoor my way to the house and finally did it. Only took, I mean, you know, two hours isn't too bad, but I just have a question. Two hours for like a 12-minute commute, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I. And, but look, it could have been a lot worse. There are people with worse stories. Like, who do you yeah. think has the worst story? Well, like, the worst one from the fan is definitely Jeff Rust. It's not yeah. me. Rust, it took five hours to get home? He left here at 3.35 after finishing with Danny and Dusty, and he was still not home when we got off the air at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, he was four and a half <laughs> hours for him. Well, I felt bad because, like, Buck reached out and was like, did any of you make it home? And when he told us that he turned around, I, like, at that point I was eating wine-soaked chicken, and I was like, buddy, get over here. Yeah, I wasn't I was, looking for an invite. I was just checking out everyone's statuses, but uh, yeah. it was quite the offer. I was like, get on over here, man. We're having a great time. Let's go. But Buck, uh, he's too good. He's too good for me and my... Well, he was trying to get home to his little son. Yeah, that's true. Well, son. when I found out, Suk, you were still in Portland at like 2 o'clock the next afternoon, I was like, that's why I went home last night. Yeah. If you can get home, get home. Yeah. Now... Not if it's going to take me seven hours to get home. No, no. No. Well, but you don't know that, though. Yeah. Like you could have gotten on the road and seen what what had happened, or it's, like see, like give true. it a shot. Yeah, you well, know. Again, but, but you also never know because I, when I was going home, I was kind of winging it because GPS wasn't working. Yeah. So, you know, you go down, you know, you go where it's like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go down here, and then you see that that's not okay, and then you, so it's a total crapshoot. Whatever yeah. you decide to yeah. do, yeah. you think is a good idea, but you have no idea until you get there whether it is or not. Yeah. Well, I luckily got I got pretty lucky. My godsend was I had I had my buddy who was on his computer and was like traffic camming it for me. He was like, "No, steel bridge is no go. Divert, divert." Well, I mean, so you, you had, had a reel like, like in Top Gun. You I did. Goose. I did. Goose was guiding me, and he did. He, How did he? 
how did he do that? Like, I feel like GPS wasn't working. No, really. no, he wasn't GPS. He was, was he doing, doing like real time, like traffic cameras and like was looking at oh. like on, on, cause he was at his computer up. He wasn't GPS in it. He was looking at the real time reports and there's traffic cams and he was able to, he kept me, cause if, if I would have made one of those turns to get onto one of the bridges, you're one, stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. And here's, let me just say this. Say it. To the, to the, uh oh. Here it comes. Sons of bitches. Well, we're this? nine minutes in before bitching about people, so that's yeah, good. This is mine. So, I have I have one too. Yeah. So any road that was turning from the Morrison to the Broadway to the Steel, whatever, right? You're trying to turn to get onto the bridge. Okay. For four lights, you haven't seen one car get through. Not a single car. And yet jackass after jackass kept jamming themselves into the intersection. And then no one who was just trying to get down the road could then right. turn. The amount of horse ass that I saw from people that was doing nothing to benefit them, but was effing every single other person on the road who wasn't trying to get on the bridge, was just trying to get down the road. Mm. To you, sir and mm. ma'am, let me say F you. Yeah, hallelujah to that. Because... Look, it was a bad storm. Yes. They said it was the second biggest single snow event here since 1943. And we got caught with our pants down. We, we did, did, because they didn't expect it to be that bad, and it was slick in some spots. The other thing about Portland, too, to be fair, is we it's just like there's a lot of nooks and crannies around here. Yeah. Like it's really... there are certain ramps that are Yeah, elevated. there are certain spots that are just death. And, and then you have people who have, you know, like say they just don't, they have little cars that you know, don't have four-wheel drive or, you know. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of things that compound one another to make for what happened on Wednesday night. Yeah. That said, I am 100% with you. The The number of otherworldly baffling decisions by people that screw hundreds of people behind you. Thousands, actually, if you're on the freeway. That's got to stop. Yes. Like, that. that is... I don't. I don't know if people just lose their brains and they don't think because it's panic. I really. Panicking, I think it's panic. panicking. But you gotta think. Yeah. You gotta calm down. You gotta think because I had that where I was going. Never made it to I five. No. So I was going around towards uh, sort of, sort of down towards Barber and Under Armour, mm -hmm. right? Because I live in Southwest Portland, and you're sitting there for a good hour. Just sitting, yeah. creeping, maybe, yeah. you know, a couple feet every, you know, just, it's just like, and you just, some old just, lady cross country skiing has lapped right. you 17 right. times. You're just, and you're resigned to it. Yeah. You're not, you're not yeah. pissed off. It's it like, is this is, is, it is what it is. So you're sitting there, but after about an hour, you get to close to the front of where it seems to be gridlocked. Yeah. And you realize that the only thing blocking all of these people backed up blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks into downtown is one moron. Yes. Who for who is not stuck, no. but is just trying to get into the left two lanes, which aren't moving at all. They haven't moved. No, I'm trying to go around that, go to yes. the right, and go down towards Under Armour. This is, this is like my intersection. And person. it's like, dude, what, what is this guy thinking? Yeah. Because you have screwed everybody behind Everyone. you, and they don't know it. And they're, and you know, nobody's, you know, you don't want to be a D, but it's just obnoxious. It's bad. It's bad. It's again. It's much like I always say in any zombie apocalypse movie. It's never the zombies that are the problem. It's the survivors. It's well, not it the, it's slick. not the snow that gets you. It's the people in the snow. It was slick. There were a ton of people out. There was gridlock, there were stalls, there were wrecks. It was not good. But the idea that 
around here, I've never seen anything like this. I've never heard of any other region that is like this, where people just stop yeah. and get out of their cars and walk. Saw it. I have never seen that in my life until I got here. Saw it a dozen times. And I, it still baffles me. Like, are people, people are leaving working cars, right? Like, they're not stuck. Well, some of them are. But I just mean... Of all the abandoned cars, how many of them were truly stuck, and how many of them were people that just freaked out and left? I think I think it's a lot of the latter. Because really that's do. unbelievable to mm-hmm. me. Although I, I'll say this: <laughs> if you're sitting and you haven't moved in five hours, I get why someone may hit the panic button. But you are right that it is fascinating how quickly people just say, "Well, I'm I'm, I'm out," and then once you leave your car, they realize that you have put a human piece of cholesterol in the freeway artery that can go nowhere. And chances are you just put yourself in a really dangerous spot if you're walking on a road, an icy road with a bunch of cars. It's not a real smart decision. That's the other thing is like if it were a normal day and let's say you ran out of gas or you had an accident, you're doing everything you can to get the car out of the way, right? Not in the snow. Not in the snow. No. Somehow when it's no. snowing, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know what? Right here's fine. That's why I always laugh. My joke is when anytime there's any event, I always say, well, it's time to panic and take to the streets because that's what people do. I think panic. Why? It, I, it's panic. I really think that people just lose their S and it's like, well, uh, why? I'm doing this. Why? What is so scary about it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just maybe slow you gotta, going. Maybe you got to take a dumper because that's, a you know... If you're sitting in traffic and, and you're uh, you're sliding into third and you're feeling something, yeah. Well, I had a uh, maybe that's a, maybe that's a panic situation. There was an 18 wheeler stuck in front of my house. Yeah, big ass truck. Yeah, he probably had to get off the freeway right and, and yeah. reroute. So he was out there and he was trying. I you know by the time I got home, I was just sitting there watching him trying to get out of there and he couldn't. And so he slept there overnight. And then I get out the next morning, and I'm walking little Molly Two Poops, who loves the snow, by the way. Oh, she yeah. thinks this is the greatest thing ever. And he sees me, and he gets out of his cab, and he comes over, and he goes, I got a poop. <laughs> Did you have sympathy? Well, of course. <laughs> well, that's a... Of course. A, I'm like, dude. I'm just saying it's Well, a, he didn't have to tell me that. What, yeah. he, what he could have said was, hey, could I use your restroom? And yeah. I'm like, no problem. Yeah. I don't need to know that you got a poop. <laughs> do what you do in there. I'm not watching you. Just yeah. uh, do your thing. But, of course, I let him use the He was a nice guy. I let him use the bathroom. He goes, you have no idea what it's like to sleep all night having to poop. I'm like, well, I kind of do, but yeah. not tonight. <laughs> and uh, that's I'm sorry that happened because the weed shop, which is across the street from my house, would not let him use their restroom. It's very disappointing. I thought that was awful. Yeah, I mean... It's one thing if you just get a dude that's wandering. I, I mean, I get it. You can't let everyone, but clearly in, in, in snow apocalypse, yes. you know, come on. We're helping people out. Exactly. And I would think a weed shop is like, I would think that's a friendly place, right? We're all mellowed out. Come on, come on in. No, I think they're a little frightened over there because, you know, yeah, I, broken I, windows yeah, and people come after them yeah, all the time. I, I get it. You know, and they got cash in there. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. So we, it's like. Weed shops get robbed, I think, more than just about anything else. So I, I get their skepticism, but I mean, come on. It's a truck driver. You is can that, see his truck. Is out that there. like a Trojan uh, turd sort of situation where you're like, hey, I got a poop? And then, like, you go in there, and then next thing you know, you're like, and by the way, I'm robbing you. <laughs> what if Oregon made a law that if you left your car, like, if you abandon your car, yeah. it's finders keepers? Oh, I like that. What do you think about that? Like a squatter's rights type of deal? The, yeah. the problem is then you'd have snow raiders that would just go around and, and would be looking. Snow well, raiders, and then you have your next fine. reality TV series. That sounds awesome. Snow raiders, that's right. It's a <laughs> yeah. good, good name for it. But then you wouldn't abandon your car. you got some drone that's hovering around. It's like, hey, man, I got a really nice, I got, I got a really nice vehicle. Like, I saw, and I'm not a huge Porsche guy, so I don't know, like, what 
it was it was a I don't know nine eleven or whatever. It was is a really nice Porsche, and I couldn't believe that it was out there in the snow. Like that was I would think that's the last car that you would want to be in cruising around. But I was like, well, I, I mean, I guess maybe if that's the only thing you got, I'm a little surprised. But yeah, I mean, you know, if they abandoned that one, I'm like, oh, let's uh, let's go take that. How do we feel bit. about? Um, and maybe this is another seggy, but uh, how do we feel about traffic director guy? Just uh, out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, it happens. He kind of bothers me. Look, I get it. We, you know, you're just trying to help out. Yeah. And I saw two situations where we had guy hop out, like hero guy. Yeah. And one was good. He was he was he was doing something. He stopped me. I was the first in a long line that was trying to get around these stalled cars that were going up the other way. Right. Yeah. But this guy gets out of his car and he stops me. I'm like, oh god, okay. You know what do we got here? Concerned citizen. Well, he he helped this other dude who was blocking the whole line of cars going the other way. He helped him get unstuck and then back down. I I needed it was just two two lanes, right? So yeah. he had to back down my lane to get out of the way, and then that allowed the jam behind him to go up the hill. All right, so that guy, like directing traffic guy, right. I was like, dude, nice job. Uh, at the same time, get back in your car and go home. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other one was some guy helping out a hot. Oh. And she knew, I mean, yeah. she was panicked and yeah. knew. Damsel in distress. Yeah. And I'm like, you are such a dude. He was, get in your car, he was dude. Trying, yeah. There was a. You're not was, getting any. There was an objective there. God. And yeah. he's like, you know, he's like, hey, huh. slow down. Stop it. You know, he gives you the hand. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she's yeah. an idiot. Dude, push her car over to the side. <laughs> get her number. Get out of my way. Moron. I wonder if that guy scored. He did not, no. I can assure you, because I had to tail her ass all the way down to Barbara, and she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, She tough. was causing all kinds yeah, of problems. It's, it's but tough, hey, he, he 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 stopped me to let her out in there into traffic. And there. when he retells that Hero. story, and when he retells that story, there will be a different ending to it. I yeah, promise you. Well, That's one night in the snow. And then, and then he then he turns back to me and says, like, All right, all right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. So I had a good Samaritan thing happen in front of me that almost uh, turned into a wreck. We were on a kind of a downhill in a windy Portland neighborhood just below 26 or just south of 26. I was trying to get around 26. And there's a guy in a pickup truck ahead of me, and he was weaving between two cars who had either spun into snowbanks on the side or something. It was kind of a narrow gap. And he parks his car, and he gets out to help someone who's trying to, like, dig out their tires. And I park my car, and then my car starts to slide towards his truck. And he's out of his truck, and I can't stop my car. So I'm just like, Mm. I put my head out the window. I'm like, hey, man, you're going to have to hop back in your truck and then drive it because I'm going to hit your car. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. He hops back in, and we're fine. But he moved it. He moved it. I had about, you know, 30 yards before I would have run into him. But, uh, yeah, treachery. Mm. It was wild out there. I think we're past it, though. Hopefully. Seems it, although they're saying more snow coming. I know. I'm not going to screw around it. I'm just going home tonight. I was going to go out, and, and I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go home and park it. I'm not going anywhere. Well, if you need a car, there's a lot of them on the side <laughs> yes, of the street. Yes, there is. I'm going to go find a Snow good Raiders. One. Yeah. I think we have a guest today, don't we? We do. Brady Henderson, ESPN Seattle, coming up? You are correct. I'm going to find out what's going on with Russell Wilson. Well, and Gino, too. We what do you mean? Well, I mean, what'd he do? <laughs> well, he played really well. He requests a trade. I don't think he did. He requests Pete Carroll be fired. Now, that would be something. Does Gino have that kind of clout? We'll find out. There was a big Russell Wilson article uh, released today by The Athletic. It's kind of interesting, and uh, we'll go we'll go get that scoop at uh, uh, four. <coughs> we have Lillard's, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> Lillard's Tarmac Freestyle mm-hmm. today. You guys want to hear that? I've heard it. Oh, had, you have? Yeah, we had to bleep it, though. Yeah, you haven't heard the clean Buckley version, though. Yeah, the Ryan Buckley remix. <laughs> I'm sure Dame is thrilled. <laughs> well, we got to play it for air. Come on.
And Joey Harrington is today. Yeah. Suddenly, a lot going on in the program. I've also uh, put together Phil Knight trivia. Oh, yeah. Uh, happy 85th. It's his birthday today. So you will have to play Phil Knight trivia. And maybe Joey, too. See what he knows. Interesting. So uh, let's get started. Uh, we've got Cool Hot Russell Wilson Seahawks Broncos drama talk to kick it off. Yeah, that uh, Russ, is, Russ is causing problems. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah. He had an office, apparently, yeah. in Denver. I don't have an office. That causes problems. <laughs> it does. And you have only, a cubicle. I, do, I don't even have a cube. I got nothing. Yeah, but you've kind of squatted at that one out there. That it's, is true. That's yours. I just do it because it, it's, a, it's your... across from Buckley, so, well, you know. Cube Raiders. <laughs> All right, let's get started with the Friday program on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.